one. Hey everybody, it's Black Girls, Girls Inc. Inc. I'm your girl, Sister Goose, and I have here with me my lovely co-host, Karen, aka Sugar Mama. Yes, and today, what do I always say, Sugar Mama? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. excited. Because we are doing another interview with another beautiful black woman who's an author about her first book. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, y'all, she got a love story, you know, that keep you lingering and a little hanger on. Yes. So please help us welcome Tanera Pitt. Let's give her a snap. Hey, girl. Good mama, how's everybody doing? Good. Doing good. How are you doing? I am well, thank you. I'm, I'm well. I'm so excited to be here. We good. are so excited nice to, to have you. you. Yes. Yeah, so, can you tell everybody the name of your book and what it's about? Connected and disconnected is about a young woman who has to make the decision between the love in her life and the love of her life. Mm. Yes, I love that she said the love in, in her, her life and the love of her, her life because there a is a big difference. Yes. Let's just make there that is a difference. What made you write this book particularly? <laughs> because you could have read about anything else but you wrote this as your first book. What caused you to write this book? So it's actually a really um, interesting story for this book. Um, About a decade ago, uh, I was dabbing in uh, what one kid called uh, adult fanfare, adult erotica, if you will. And I wrote a a short story called Null Story, where I had two characters uh, reconnect with each other in the full court of a mall, one thing leads to another, and it gets a little, it gets a little, you know, adult-like uh, in the story. Yeah. So I'm reading my own work, and I'm I'm reading about these two characters, and I'm I start to ask myself questions like, why are they reconnecting? What happened? Uh, where did this this heat and this fire come from with these two people? You know, what is she doing with her life? What is she doing with his? Who else is involved? And from all of those questions, I started to write and I started to draft and then disconnected with Gordon. Okay, that's what's up. I love how you got that, though. A lot of people, like, I love how you read your own work and you saw it and more of it was coming. Don't you ever get surprised at yourself when you read your own work? Like, did I write that? Some, yes, uh, sometimes, and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn because more often than not, I'm reading and I'm like, Ugh, did I write that? What in the world? But <laughs> with this story, with this small story piece, it was like, oh, oh, that's it's okay, oh, oh, okay. well, let me just write this here, this little piece here. Okay, okay wait a minute. So. Exactly, it's like you become your own number one fan. I know exactly what you mean, girl. I know what you mean. <laughs> And first of all, let's give her a snack for this being her first book, Mom. Let's snap that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Snap to you. We're proud of you for stepping out there and going for your dreams as a book writer. First one's the hardest, but it's the best one, too. Yes. 
So congratulations. Thank you so much. And thank you for the opportunity to come on and talk to you guys about it. I really appreciate that. Oh, yes. Anytime. Anytime. So what do you want your readers to get from after they read your book? What do you want them to walk away from? Well, ultimately, you know, outside of this being totally entertained, I want my readers to know and understand that, you know, in order for us to live our best lives, we have to be true to ourselves in all aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. And in being true to ourselves in all aspects, we, there are going to be some sacrifices that have to be made, and that is okay. Exactly. I love how she said that. She said there's going to have to be some sacrifices made, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you never know. I might have to sacrifice you. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You never know. <laughs> you could be a sacrifice. And when I say sacrifice, I don't mean killing them or nothing. No. I'm talking about I might have to lead you. Yeah, yeah. You never know. <laughs> so I love that you, you know, you want your readers to walk away with that. That's, that's a good vibe right there. So how did you get into writing? Like, what made you start writing? Because I know it was way before all this. When when did you start? Um, it's actually when I was when I was a, y- a lot younger. Um, I would always make up little stories in my mind, little, you know, little stories about how things would play out or how I felt things should play out. Uh, I didn't really start writing writing. Um, until I got to college and I would go to poetry slams with my best friend and we would hear all of this beautiful poetry and I would go home and I would try my hand at it and sometimes it was good and then sometimes it wasn't. Uh, but listening to other creatives share their thoughts and feelings through poetry and realizing that they wrote that, they wrote that down and that I could do that as well was really for my uh, writing journey. And I've been writing off and on ever since. That's what's up. And I love something you said earlier, how writing was like your therapy for you two of letting things out. And I had to tell oh, you, absolutely. I, I totally felt you on that. Because as I said before, and I will say it again, writing helped save some of y'all. You know who you is. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but for real, sometimes when you feel like you want to punch somebody in the face, Sometimes you gotta write it. Them be the best fighting scenes that you make up. Mm. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you feel like you have a broken heart and you want to cry. And when you write, that be the best broken oh, story right there. I'm just saying. So I totally feel oh. y'all on that. Cause when I write my stories, my emotion be all tied up in it. All tied. And that's and that's and that's exactly that's exactly what it is. It's therapeutic. Um, I've been in my career. Uh, for 19 years and sometimes when I come home just to get my brain to stop going a thousand miles a minute I have to now open up a journal it might be something as simple as you know my mantra for that time period or the affirmation uh, that I'm saying to myself sometimes it turns out to be uh, a four or five page story but once I'm done and I get it out I feel like a whole new yeah, I know what you mean. So, how did your family, like, who's your number one supporter? Like, how did they react when they read your book? Because I know whenever I wrote a book, people were shocked. Like, you really wrote a book? Like, I didn't even know you could write. 
You know, it was like an unhidden talent. So how was people with you when you came out with your book? Well, I have to admit, I have not let not one person in my family read my book. Not one. Um, (laughs) um, I've had family members that have read, like, my short stories and things like that. And I usually get that, I usually get that reaction like, oh my goodness. Isn't what you got going on in your head? Like, yeah, yeah, all the time. <laughs> this is what's going on in my head. Yeah. But I, I've held, I've disconnected extremely close to my heart. Um, outside of my editor and maybe uh, one to two close friends to uh, read a couple of chapters here and there, I've held this book very, very close to myself. So it's really, it's been, it's been a very scary thing to let it go and release it, but it needed to be released. I understand. I totally get what you mean because when I wrote my book, like, whenever I was thinking about writing my first book, I was nervous because it was like, you got to remember people in your family is going to read it. Then it's like when people that know you and that read it, then here come the judgment that come with it and all this other stuff with it. So I was nervous to put my first book out there because of that, because writing is supposed to be fun for me. It's not supposed to become a thing where, you know, I feel like I'm putting myself out there to be judged. It's like, if you like it, read it. If you don't, don't. But don't tell me, okay, because I don't want you messing up my flow for when I want to do a next book. I don't want to second guess myself. So I know what you mean, because my book is my baby. We put our blood, sweat, and tears in it. And just like our babies, we don't need you judging our babies. Say the baby's cute and keep walking. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel. Look, you said well. What you what you said well for a second? I'm saying life? like this. If you read the book, you, you bought the book. So you, you wanted to read it. So read the book. Exactly. If you don't like it, put the book down. Exactly. You ain't you hurt ain't me. Right. You, ain't hurt, you ain't hurt me. You ain't hurting them. But you, you bought the book, so. Exactly. You right. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you, too. What is the best moment for you so far about being a writer? Since this is your first book, what's the best moment for you about being a writer so far? I think the best moment so far came when I actually finished the first draft. When I got to the end, when I got to that last word and I knew it was the last word, Oh, I celebrated. Um, I, I there was a feeling in me like no joy that I had ever felt before because yes. I knew that I had started something, and I started something that not a lot of people do. And I saw it all the way to the end, and it was done. Mm. Girl, I felt every word of that because that's how I felt. And then when it was done, I was, like, questioning myself, like, is it really done? Oh, my uh-huh. goodness, I really did it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel, because that's how I felt. I was just like, like oh, my goodness, I really no, finished. No, 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 no. And it's the last word. I ain't got to go do nothing. It's, it's done. So I get you on that. That That is a good moment. I feel you on that. 
that's why I really love interviewing you other authors like me because we get to share these moments with each other. We find out we got so much in common. You know what I'm saying? And it's good to talk to somebody who can understand. So, I'm really having much... I'm having a lot of fun with you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, I want to ask you, too, because your characters. Whenever you think about your characters, do you make them, like, the opposite of you? Or think, like, make them do things you wish you could do, but you don't? Because sometimes I make my character extra bold. Where their mouths have no filter. Because I'm a very outspoken person. <laughs> no, my, my, it is different from me. I make some shy people. Okay. And then I make some people who are outspoken. And when I say that, Sugar Mama, because okay. she said, how is that different? I mean where I'm outspoken, but sometimes I learn to keep my mouth shut because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Okay. I make an outspoken Why? person of, I don't care if it hurts your feelings or not. This is what it is. You know that's you. Accept it. Okay. And now I'm calling okay. you out. So, okay. <laughs> so how do you do your characters? <laughs> um, I try to pepper a little bit of me in all of my characters. Well, maybe I don't try, but that's what it tends to be. Yeah. There's a little bit of me in all of my characters. And that might be the Leo in me, because I am, I am a Leo. Um, but then there is a peppering of other folks in my life in a lot of my characters. So mm-hmm. uh, there's some aspects of my best friend in a few of the characters in the book. There's some aspects of my husband in a few of the characters in the book. It's never like, oh, that one character right there, oh, that's definitely Panera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you mean. I even like to write people that I wish I could be. I make them the Mr. Believe, like a Mr. Believe guy. I don't, I don't know, make believe guy. I'm saying it wrong, y'all. <laughs> but you know that make believe guy, the perfect guy for me that I thought I would get. Or that perfect friend. Not to say I don't have good friends, but you know what I'm saying. You make that person yeah. you wish you could meet. You know, if they were mm-hmm. a real person. I do that too. I had fun doing that. <laughs> So, obviously, sometimes after I do that, I'd be like, dang, is they around here somewhere? Let me go see where they at. <laughs> I know you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you be feeling that way, too? You feel where I'm coming from? Oh, I absolutely feel where you're coming from. Um, then another thing that I find myself doing is when I, if I'm writing a character and I feel like the character is uh, too much of something, I'll sheave it back. So, like, um, the husband in the book, during my first draft, after I wrote it and I read his character arc in the first draft, he was a monster. He was, <laughs> he was an absolute idiot. Just stood up. And I was like, no, I can't leave him that way. It was just, it, it was almost a caricature of, of a human being. I needed to, like, bring it down and okay. humanize him a little more. So I try to review my character arts as much as possible so that no one seems to be too goody-goody or too too on the right side or too too much on the left side. I need, I like a good balance. I need it to be a good middleman kind of feeling. Okay. 
Yeah. Or else people will be like, oh my God, I can't stand him. And there'll be no sympathy for the character. I like that. You're right, because you know, you got to give him a little bit of sweetness. Even though they are yeah. tamale. But give him a little bit of that sweetness. Like the Sour Patch commercial. Yeah. First they sour, then they sweet. <laughs> I feel you yeah. on that. Yeah, because we all ain't start that way. So, you know, we got a little sweetness to us. Yeah. So, I like how you said that. That was interesting. I'm going to remind myself that. So, I'm going to take that note down for me. Okay? <laughs> so, I can remember to do that, yeah, too. Yeah, Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, I make people ruthless to the core. So, <laughs> let me put a little sweetness in the tea. Okay, I got it. <laughs> So, what else? Are you working on anything else? Or are you planning to do another book? Like, what, what's other genres that you might want to dip into or writing about? Um, I do have ideas for two more novels that I hope I can uh, make come to life within the next uh, 18 months. Okay. Uh, I am, yeah. I can't lie. Uh, I still have a pull towards uh, erotica, so I may actually delve into that a little more, although that's not in, like, the hardline plan for me right now, but I definitely have at least two more novels that are in pre-writing form right now, so. Okay, I feel you. So you like me, because I'm almost done with my second book, and I'm thinking, like, what book am I going to do next? Where it looks like the books is fighting each other. Like, which one do I give my most attention to to write? Because they both do exactly. So I don't know which one to do. Let me see which one flow the best. I know what you mean. That's sometimes one thing I hate as being a writer. You always get a story as you write another story. And I'm like, brain, slow down. We ain't even finished this one yet. <laughs> like... I just want to finish this story first, but then it's like, well, you better jot this down so you don't forget. So now you got like five right. different books in your head. <laughs> your brain is like, you gotta hurry up. <laughs> right? Like, we can type that fast or write that fast, however we write our books. It don't happen that way, brain. Calm down. I wish that we can give our brain a recorder so we could just say, record that. Record that. <laughs> <laughs> that would make it easier. <laughs> All right. Well, we are about to do a time in our show that we call tea time. Go ahead, Mom. Take the bell. Yes. Miss Tanera, it's tea time where we talk either about your book title or what your book theme is about or a character or a phrase you might say. Turn it into a topic that we all talk about freely. You ready to do that with us, girl? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So shake it one more time, Mom. Tea time! So, the tea time question of the day is, when is a moment in your life when you got reconnected to someone you was disconnected from in your past? Do you want me to read that one more time for you, sugar mama? You say, yeah, okay. When is a moment in your life when you got reconnected to someone you was disconnected from in your past? You want to go first or you want me to go first? You want to go first or you want me to go first? 
Um, you go first. All right, look, and I'm I'm shocked. My mom told me to go first too. That's the first time. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all a good one. Now, when I say someone that she was disconnected from, it don't have to be a bad thing. I'm gonna give you an example with mine. Okay. There was a woman where we was doing. I was in Christian life schools, and we did a play. And I love to sing, as mm. people know that listen to the show. Yes. And something happened with the choir, and this woman took over being the choir director. Yes. Now, when we did this play, we practiced for like five months for this play. Yes. So I spent five months' time with this woman. And let me tell you, this woman sang so beautifully. Okay, she had the most beautifulest voice to me. I was around like seven, nine years old when I yeah. met her, but I admired her grace, the way she sang, it made it look so flawless. And then she was directing the choir without even looking like she was directing. Right. She gave us little small cues to let us know what to do, and we just went into another song. She was just my idol, I was in all of her. And Finally, the playtime was over because we did three nights of the play, mm-hmm. and it was over. And I was crying like a dog because I was like, "Oh, we're not going to see." Baby, baby, well, no, okay, no. whatever you want to say, but I was sad because I was like, "We're not going to see each other anymore." And she said, "Well, one day God's going to reconnect us." Mm. And she was saying how uh, she can't wait to say see me uh, when I get older and this uh, and that and. How God had plans for me. She was saying all this to me. But I was just so sad. Because I was like, I just want to see her. Now, all the time that I was growing up, Mm -hmm. I never forgot about this woman, okay? I was nine years old. Mm -hmm. And as I was getting older, I was still singing in church. And Mm -hmm. then I started singing solos. Mm -hmm. And I started getting better. But every time I was singing, I thought of this woman. And I even remembered the song she was singing. So I would practice it still over these mm-hmm. years so we end up going to another church we end up joining another church i saw some people that was from the play at this church okay so the whole time we're at this church i'm like i'm wondering me and my sister's whispering to each other because she admired her best friend who danced and we was like i wonder if they go here and we was like well, we don't know so every sunday we would look around see if we see her we never seen her Finally, after being at that church for almost four months, we was miming a dance, me and my sister. And as we was dancing, the woman walked in from the back. And I saw her. And I had to keep myself composed because I was miming. But as soon as we was done, me and my sister ran in the back because it wasn't just her. It was her and her best friend that my sister admired who was a dancer. So he was like, oh my gosh, we found her, we see her, we're screaming up and down. So as soon as church was over, we ran to them, and I said, do you remember me? And she said, you look familiar, but I can't think. And so I reminded her, and I said, I'm the little girl who was in the choir with you, who had the big mouth, and you said I had such a big personality for my age. And she said, oh my goodness, yes, I remember you. So we all jumping up and down, crying. But I got to be reconnected with her because now she's a church member at my church. Mm-hmm. We sang together. Mm-hmm. I got to sing with my idol, y'all. That's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I got to sing with her and I told her how much I admired her. And still till this day, she is just one of the women I looked up who could sing. She just sings so flawless. 
Like, one day I would love to have her come on the show and just sing a song for y'all so y'all can get what I mean. Because she's literally a professional singer with some soul in it. Oh, my goodness. But that's a moment that I got reconnected with someone that I was disconnected from. That's my story. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That is a beautiful story. It is. It is. And, and, and I was there. She's, she's telling that she's telling the truth about it. I was there. Yeah. It really was. It really was. That was. And she's like my that. best friend now. She's the godmama, my son, and everything. So I, I, I got oh. to do something that a lot of people didn't get to do. I got to reconnect with my idol, and not only that, we're best friends now. So that's wonderful. You know. So who, okay. who wants to go okay. next? I, I, well, <laughs> did you want to go next? Or, I, I mean, I, I'll go. I can go next. I don't know if I can follow that story. <laughs> I, can, I can go next. I'm not just All right. All right. Sugar Mama said she'll go next, so, so well, she well, can she, give you some. Okay. She, 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 she went on the set. She went on the happy kind of thing, but I got to go on the other side of that. Okay. Now, before I say this, I'm going to say, people, remember I said this first. True story, but I'm going to say this first, is that all the time a, a reconnection is not good. It don't okay. have to be good. And it's, and it's that way because it should be that way. It's that way because it should be that way. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that. When I was growing up, I said, I said before how, how how I did not know my real father. I had a stepfather. But oh. my real father, the person who made me, I never met in person. But I saw, no, I take that back. I saw him, but I didn't know that that was him. And, and then whenever I got, but I was younger. But then one day, whenever I got older, I met some of my cousins, and I would give them my phone number. I would say, you know what? When you see my dad, you give him my phone number. And I kept doing that. I kept doing that. I got older. I got, and I had my first daughter. And I said, met my, one of my cousins again. I said, you see him, give him my phone number. And one day, they did. Now, before, he talked to me a couple of times. He seemed normal, but I didn't know him. So I talked to my mom about him. My mom, she didn't say nothing really bad about him. But she's like, Karen's in here. He's not, he's not, he's, I don't, you, you, you can get your own opinion about him. You can meet him, you can see him with yourself, but be careful. That's what she told me, be careful. So I talked to some of my other brothers and sisters, and they said, Karen, listen, he's not the greatest person to be around. Be careful. So I'm saying, 100 people can't be telling you that, and there's no truth in that. So I, I have a twin sister, and we both wanted to see him. And so we wanted to go see him. And different things happened. She went by herself without me. It wasn't a good story. So I'll just leave it there. That part of the story, that's her story. But the part of my story is that I didn't go with her. She went by herself and didn't turn out well. So some put, sometimes oh. when you get disconnected from somebody, it's supposed to be that way. Okay. So sometimes you don't need to look for somebody. Sometimes don't go to the other end because you want to be connected with somebody so bad. I wanted to, I wanted to know him so bad, but it's not for me to know. Okay. And I've accepted that. It's disconnected for a reason. That was a good one. That's real shit, mama. Disconnected for a reason. That's real. Right? Disconnected for a reason, so be careful. That was a good one, mama. Disconnected for a reason. So we had a happy one, and we had a real, you know, a real moment one where it's disconnected for a reason. So what you got for us, girl? What's your story? Okay. So uh, I am, on my dad's side, I am the oldest grandbaby, a granddaughter. I'm the second oldest grandbaby, but I'm the oldest granddaughter. And uh, when I was little, there were a lot of uh, boy cousins. 
your friends or yourself so can you please let them know where they can go to find your book so the book is going to be officially released on October 16th you can find it on Amazon it's uh, paperback and Kindle on Amazon and you can also find it on Barnes and Noble or you can reach out to me at uh, tanarapits.com for more information okay so I'm going to make sure you text me. I'm going to make sure that I say it at the end of my episode around that time that your book is going to be released again so yes. people know so they can go get it. Because we want to awesome. support you. Because the interview's a little earlier than her 
release date, but okay, we gonna make sure we remind y'all yeah. about her book. Yeah. And I will probably do it when we go live on YouTube okay. too. Yeah, well, so yeah. my first episode when we go live on YouTube, it'll be the 18th. It'll be two days after, but I will remind y'all that her book is available. Yes, I got you. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you know what this means, right? Yeah. So you know what this means, right? It means you are officially a Black Girls Inc. Mem- yeah. member, Mom. Look at look, what I did. We still going snap. Yeah. You a Black Girls Inc. member, girl? Yeah. You part of So you are welcome to come back on anytime. Whenever you do that second book, hit us up. And yes. I heard you say that you write short stories. And on our show, we have um, some days of the week where we like to bring the story to life. Yes. Where you can come and read your short stories or your poem. You are more than welcome to come on and be our guest for one of them days. If you yes. feel comfortable oh, and you want to do it. Yes. I have a story that I just wrote back in June that I would love to do on your show okay well I will make sure that me and you set up another date for you to come on and tell your story so everyone can hear you and you can remind them to get your book that's available too I got you yes thank you so much this has been awesome Uh, you are so welcome I really had so much fun with you I enjoyed your company and I cannot wait to read your book because I will make sure I get one myself yeah Thank you guys. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You are so welcome. Well, as I said, I'm your girl, Sister Goose. And I am Sugar Mama. And we are Black Black Girls Girls, Inc. Inc. Snap you later.